Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Flick Everett, and I'm Yahoo's Senior Lifestyle Editor. Welcome to the Life Edit Podcast, where each episode I'm joined by one of Yahoo's experts, and we cover all aspects of lifestyle, which we love talking about because it covers everything from royalty to property to shopping to homes to health. And today we have got our health reporter, Alexandra, with us to talk about burnout. Hi, Alexandra. Hi, Flick. Lovely to see you. Lovely to see you. Thank you for joining us. Now, burnout's quite a serious topic, obviously, and it's much more prevalent post-pandemic. So we're all in danger of it if we don't watch our stress levels and we don't take care of ourselves. So we're going to talk about what it is, how to spot whether you're suffering from it, and what to do about it. But before we start that, I'm going to ask my little icebreaker question, which is, how do you unwind? What do you do when you need to relax when you're not at work? Well, I really crave a walk at the end of the working day. I need to just get out of my little flat, go to the park. I listen to normally Taylor Swift, sometimes some awful unsolved crime podcast and just sort of get out of that workspace and sort of transition into the more relaxing free time in the day. That's a brilliant thing to do. I love walking too. I like to walk my dogs and I also love a hot bath at the end of the day. It has to be very hot and I like to lie in my bath and read a thriller because it's pure escapism and it really takes my mind off everything. can't be anything too literary or complex. It just has to be a bit of a pot boiler and I'm happy while I'm boiling myself, in fact. So let's get on to today's topic, which is burnout. First of all, what is it? Explain it to us, please. Well, it's a relatively new concept. It was only recognised by the World Health Organisation in 2019. And the World Health Organisation describes it as an occupational phenomenon. So that's defined as a syndrome resulting from chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. So it's not considered a medical condition in its own right, but the World Health Organization does say that it may influence your health status or your contact with health services. So it's a little bit of a blurred definition, sort of that real chronic stress that results specifically from work. That's really interesting because I'd always assumed it could be from anything, you know, from a bad relationship breakup, or a serious illness, but it's just work. And can that be working from home as well? Is it specifically sort of workplace related or as we've all been working at home for 18 months, more or less, could it be something that you can suffer from in your own spare bedroom office as well? Exactly. So it's not office specific. Work, there's lots of evidence that while working from home has been enforced during the pandemic, burnout's become much more severe. So actually, even before the coronavirus outbreak took hold, there was a 2009 survey by Buffer, which is an online brand development agency, and they asked 2,500 remote workers around the world what their biggest struggle was. And hands down, the answer was unplugging. It's separating that work home life 
that is very skewed at the moment. And then during the first lockdown, there was a survey by LinkedIn and the Mental Health Foundation. They found the average Briton was putting in an extra 28 hours a month while working from home. And 25% of the respondents said that they felt under a lot of pressure to stay on beyond the end of their shift. And that was linked to a rise in stress and anxiety. So you don't have to be in an office physical environment to be experiencing this. That's really interesting and alarming as well, because that sounds like an awful lot of extra time that people are putting in, probably unpaid in many cases, just to stay on top of things. And as you say, it's got much worse in the pandemic, presumably, because we don't have that set commuting time anymore where it gets to 5.30 or 6 or whatever and you turn off your computer and walk away. It's always sitting there, isn't it? Sort of glooming at you from the spare bedroom and expecting you to check on your emails. So what exactly is it that will let us know we're suffering from burnout? You know, I mean, feeling a bit tired, having had an exhausted week, that's not burnout, is it? Well, the World Health Organization gives some definition. It says if you have low energy, if you feel negative or cynical towards your job, or you have low efficacy at work. So yeah, some of these are ringing alarm bells. <laughs> some experts go much further than that and say if you struggle to put things in perspective, so even small tasks feel quite insurmountable, if you have mood swings, particularly towards irritation or anger, if you feel drained, particularly at the beginning of the working day, if you want to control every task rather than delegating to your colleagues if you feel like you can't complete a task within a set deadline even though in reality it is achievable but you just have that sense that you can't do it and also if you're almost constantly checking emails particularly on the weekends or the evenings they're all warning signs that you may be burnt out I think that's very interesting because it's making me think that many years ago I used to run my own business, which was a shop, but it had all other branches to it and online and everything. And because it was my business that I ran with my ex-partner, it was nonstop. We never switched off. You know, we'd go to bed at night and talk about our shop and what we were going to do about it and staffing problems and the money and the bills. And after a few years, I felt so wiped out. You know, the recession did for us in the end anyway, but even if it hadn't, I don't think I could have carried on because I was just permanently exhausted. And I suppose that makes me think it's quite easy to drift into burnout, isn't it? It's not something that suddenly happens and you go, oh, burnout. It's something that is incremental over years or months at a time. Yeah, exactly. I think it creeps up for most people. And, you know, your shop example is, is one sense of it. But also, if you have a more office job, you're never really unreachable. It's pretty standard now to have work emails on your phone. We're all sort of tethered to the internet at all times. And people sort of wear that as a sort of badge of honour that they have this amazing work ethic and they're really career driven. But maybe actually we could all benefit from sort of addressing the balance. And that may be a one of the benefits of the pandemic, life took on a slower pace of life during the restrictions. We realised that actually the real pleasures in life are socialising with friends, maybe travelling, not working all of the time. And there has been lots of rises in people giving up their jobs in the hope that they could pursue passions or hopefully travel in the near future. So I think the balance has been slightly readdressed during the pandemic. Yeah, that might be one silver lining that comes from this whole nightmare, mightn't it? So if you are that person, those many people, I assume, who are struggling to switch off from work, whose boss expects more and more of them, etc., you know, what do you do? Can you go to your boss and say, I think I have burnout? Or is it better to go to your GP first and get a doctor's note to explain it? How do you think you should tackle suspecting that you probably are suffering from it? 
Well, it may be something that you can do for yourself. I mean, a lot of people put this on themselves that they have to work all the time. It's not always a boss's expectation. So you need to decompress, establish a routine and manage expectations, which is probably easier said than done. But one of the most obvious things is take a lunch break. In the UK, an employee has the right to an uninterrupted break of at least 20 minutes if they work for more than six hours. So preferably away from your desk, preferably not at the beginning or the end of the day. If you have green space, we can go for a walk all the better, but you are entitled to that break. And then either sides of lunch, chances are you can grab five minutes here and there between meetings and lots of people recommend that you schedule in stretching or calling a friend very quickly or meditating whatever it is that just gives you a little bit of decompression time as if it were a meeting book it into your diary also don't spend the time that you were once commuting working working from home does have a lot of advantages for people they're seeing the kids more often they're saving on trains but you don't want to be using that extra time working when you would otherwise be traveling. So maybe you can solve the burnout yourself, just being a bit less disciplined when it comes to work, more disciplined when it comes to looking after yourself. If that fails to help, try and identify the problem. Do you have deadlines that are completely unfeasible? Is your workload completely unrealistic? And ideally, it would be our boss who raises this. It's a little bit awkward. I can appreciate that to approach your boss with these. But if you phrase it in a way of like, I really want to be delivering high quality work. I really want to be thriving, doing the best I can in this job and sort of phrase it that way and see, is there a way that we can postpone tasks that aren't urgent or extend my deadlines? A lot of places have um, workplace support, like employee assistant programs. They offer direct confidential support with experts. You don't have to talk about work you can talk about anything relationship problems financial issues so they could be something that you could get in touch with and then finally if it really doesn't resolve you can go to hr in may 2019 the european court of justice ruled that employees must take steps to ensure staff take breaks and don't exceed the maximum 48 hour working week so actually your employer does have a responsibility to be looking out for you and preventing this from happening that's a really good point, because I think everybody became so scared for their jobs as well during furlough and, you know, enforced time off, the pandemic, you know, everything that's happened in the last sort of 18 months. So actually being brave enough to say, no, I do need to take the holiday I'm due or I do need to take that lunch break is incredibly important, isn't it? No matter how much pressure your business is under, your boss is putting on you, you have to be able to get the support that says, actually, no, I can't do that because. I will die of stress if I keep on. Now, if nobody's listening or if you think it's gone too far, you feel desperate, you're struggling to get out of bed in the morning because it all seems so awful and difficult. I mean, do, do you think the GP could help? Is, is burnout something that doctors are able to help with? Can they offer medication or maybe therapy? What, what's the answer from a medical perspective? Well, if burnout evolves into sort of panic attacks, anxiety, depression, and also physical symptoms, if you're stressed chronically that might cause insomnia or a loss of appetite even things like diarrhea have been linked to chronic stress so if all else fails or even if all else doesn't fail you want to speak to a medic go and see a gp they may recommend time off work Therapy may be something they recommend if the burnout has led to depression, antidepressants might be suitable for you. But there is absolutely support available in health as well as sort of in HR 
and they're not one or the other. No, that's really good to know as well. I mean, this all makes me think, have we got it wrong? Are we just working too hard in this country? Because while obviously if you work for a big employer, you can maybe go to HR or ask to take time off. If you run your own business or, you know, you, you work for a much smaller business, what do you do when you know if you're not there, the whole thing will collapse, the income stream will stop? You know, have we got it all wrong in that we're expecting ourselves to work these insane hours, really, and putting all this pressure on ourselves that's completely making us ill, really? Yeah, I think the sort of live to work versus work to live debate is sometimes a bit skewed. And like I said, the pandemic, that may be a silver lining that we're readdressing what we want out of our lives. But even small businesses have a responsibility to look after employee well-being. They're not exempt from the 2019 European Court of Justice ruling. They all have a responsibility. And I understand if it's your personal business, it's, you know, you have a vested interest in it being a success, but all the more reason to take the time for yourself. And actually, there is evidence that you're just doing yourself a disservice if you don't make time for these things. The quality of work you produce will diminish if you don't take time for yourself. There's even lots of value in what they're called micro breaks, which are by definition very short. Just like I said, five minutes, whatever it is that you get pleasure from, you know, in my case, listening to a Taylor Swift song, you just make the time, have a little time out and you'll actually be recharged when you come back to it. That's great advice. And that is, leads me to our last question, really, which is, is there a way back from burnout? Can you stay in the same job and recover and be back at your desk feeling much better? Or do you think it can be a psychological sign that you've come to the end of the road with that particular job or this particular career? What, what should we read from it, do you think? I think you can absolutely go back to it as long as you have the support in place, you're making time for yourself. If you require therapy, if that's something that helps with your sort of day-to-day -day maintenance, then that's great. You can take that on board and be a stronger employee for it. Some people may think actually that sort of city, extremely pressured job where you are expected to answer the phone at four o'clock in the morning, that's just not their bag. It all depends on how important sort of career progression is for you, but we should never be expecting people to dedicate that much of themselves. And I heard something on LinkedIn recently, lots of companies are used to put, you should live and breathe this job in their job advertisement when they were recruiting and they're not putting that anymore because that shouldn't be required of you it's absolutely acceptable to be a dedicated hard-working employee from nine to five and then shut your laptop and enjoy yourself during your free time it shouldn't have to be something you live and breathe Brilliant. I couldn't agree more. I don't think it's healthy to devote ourselves to the job night and day. So I think finding a balance is so important, isn't it? And just being able to acknowledge when you really can't do any more and you need to rest because rest is vital. We can't just push ourselves, particularly not after the last couple of years, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much, Alexandra. That's fantastic. It's all we have time to discuss today, unfortunately. But if you are feeling the symptoms of burnout, I hope that's helped a little bit. And if you would like to read more and keep up with all our latest news, head to Yahoo Style UK. Don't miss our next episode. And thank you for listening.